From Tiffany Micah podcast, and welcome to another episode. Well, I thought that after the last episode and sharing really the behavior of the coach of my niece's soccer team um, uh, opponents, uh, what actually happened there, and, and he's a dad. I, I really felt that it was really important to also look at the role of the sporting parent. Because we want to make sure that, yeah, we've got the, we understand really what makes a really good coach, but we also want to ensure that if you're an athlete listening to this or if you're a um, pursuing a, a professional career or that's what your ultimate dream is, is to have a professional sports career, or if you're a parent and um, you're wanting to f- work out what's best for your for your child this is for you because there are some sporting parents who are incredibly supportive and then there's some who really put copious amounts of pressure on their on their daughter or their son to perform and so my parents my parents were great especially my mum my dad didn't understand what I was doing so much in the regards to sport and he worked a lot to support the family and so on but my mum got it right she was incredibly supportive and she'd do anything to help me anything she actually felt and she still holds this to this day she feels incredibly guilty because she feels as though she didn't push me hard enough and she didn't need to push me we just didn't have specific um, I guess specific knowledge around how to help me get to where I wanted to go. And that's not my mum's fault. You know, we just didn't know. We just didn't know what to do. And there was a lot of that frustration there. And I've also been on the brunt too of other sporting parents. So I've been on the brunt of the, those that I was competing against their daughters and they'd come and intimidate me and they would say not so nice things to me and hover around and, and purposely put me off so their child could win. That's bad form, isn't it? And, um, you know, especially this was happening a lot because I was doing quite well, especially, you know, in the under 10s and the under 12s and the under 14s and so on. I was doing quite well in, in a lot of the tournaments and that was just so that their daughter could beat me. And I, I really felt like that was such a, even at that time, I felt that was such a disgraceful type of behaviour displayed by the parents. And if you really think about what do the kids learn, they learn the same behaviour, don't they? Because they see their parent who they idolise or respect or, you know, they think that they know better. And then they see that their parent is behaving in this this way, which is not great. It's disgraceful. So what do they do? They do the same thing. And it's just like my niece's soccer team last weekend. The opposing team were pushing the kids out of the way to get to the ball. Rough play. Right now I, I get it and I know that goes on in professional games. But come on. 
these kids are 11 years old and they should be taught how to play the sport and they should be taught how to develop their skills. They should be taught how to develop their um, strategies on the field. They should be taught how to work as a team. They should be taught, yeah, sure, how to win or how to score goals versus win at all costs and then you just shove the kids out of the way. That's poor form, isn't it? And I've seen it, like I've said, right through being a player and I've seen it as a coach and I've seen it in so many sports. So let's look at it today. Let's look at the sport parent responsibilities. So like I said just a bit earlier in this episode, if you are a sports parent who's listening to me today, this is for you. If you're an athlete or a student athlete and you want to become a full-time athlete in the future, share this with your parents. Okay, It's to help them help you. Because I want you to remember this, you and your parents, you're a team, you work together. And if you include your parents and take them on the development journey with you, you can educate them into understanding what you're going through. Because the parents don't understand, they're not in the arena, so to speak. They haven't stepped into the fire, they're on the outskirts, they're not experiencing what you're experiencing. Some may have, some have been there before. I know with when I watch my niece compete in various sports, I want to be in there right with her because I get where she's at. I know how she's going, but she has to go through that. She has to go through it. I know what to do to help her. And I wish I was in that position. I wish I was the same age as her so her and I could work as a team together. But, you know, that's not possible in that sense. But... I want you, and I'm going to say it again, if you include your parents and take them on the development journey with you, you can educate them to understand what you are going through and to become the athlete and the person that you want to be in the future. Start building your team now. doesn't matter if you're an individual sport. Your coach, get the right coach like I talked about in the last episode. Your parents, educate them. Build as a team. You'll need a skill development coach to help you with your specific sport. You'll need a mindset coach. You will. You may not think it. A lot of coaches that I've seen throughout the years, and this was always my frustration growing up, was, yeah, they could teach you a certain amount of skills, but they could never teach you strategies on how to deal with situations. They could never teach you how to get your mind right because they never cover that type of stuff. They just work on the skills. We need to make sure that you've got a whole team behind you, a coach, your parents, because they're going to support you every, every step of the way, mindset coach, you need a, a trainer, so someone to help you get get physically fit for your sport. Right? There's just four already. Remember, building as a team. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to share with you the responsibilities of the sporting parent as what I believe that the responsibilities are of a, a sporting parent. And there's actually nine points that I'm going to share with you. So number one, encourage your daughter or your son to play. You don't have to put pressure on them. Let them decide. 
Let them decide what they want to play, not you, right? They're not the parent. So I'd love to see my nieces play tennis and golf. I love watching my older niece play soccer, but I'd love to see them play tennis and golf. Why? Because I've been there, done that. I can help them so much, but nah, they're not overly interested. That's okay. My older niece loves soccer and she loves swimming. Great. I get to be part of that journey because I know how to work out strategies and I know how to get her mind right. My younger niece, little Lil, uh, she's seven. She hasn't figured out what she what she enjoys yet. She's good at soccer. She could play soccer if she wanted to, but she's not overly fast. But remember, we want to encourage the kids to play. We don't have to put pressure on them. The kids will put enough pressure on themselves. They don't need their parents to put the pressure on. Number two, understand what your daughter or son wants from the sport. You, ha- you have to provide a supportive atmosphere from them. Ask them what they want, not what you want. I've seen so many parents, um, especially years ago, had so many parents bring their kids for, for lessons. And yeah, they wanted to, them to turn pro, but it was the parents that wanted the kids to turn pro. The kids weren't overly interested. They, they just felt like they were under so much pressure. So you want to make sure that you're providing a supportive atmosphere. Number three, ensure your coach has the experience to guide your daughter or son through the sporting experience. Ensure your coach has the experience to guide your son and daughter or daughter and son or daughter slash son through the sporting experience. They need to have the experience to guide them. Number four, don't focus on winning. You want to focus on the improvement and the development. The wins wins take care of themselves. When everything is in place, it takes care of itself. It's like, you know, all these people that I teach in golf, they're so desperate to have, um, break the handicap. They're so desperate to even play to the handicap. They're so desperate to play consistently. And they're so desperate on all they're focused on is, is the scoring or the, um, or the result of the handicap. They're not even focused on improving or development. That's where the magic is. That's where the magic is. Number five, work together to evaluate the sports performances. So it doesn't matter, right, if your child loses and it doesn't matter if your child wins. Okay, it's just a win is a win, a loss is a loss. But the thing is, is it's feedback. And we want to use that feedback because what we can use, why we can use that feedback is that we can devise a productive way to evaluate the performance, to learn and grow from it. So if your child has a win, write down all the things that they've done to win. What is it? What, it's like you're creating their success code and then go through it with them. Oh, did you realize that you did this, this, and this? Your child may not even be aware. Just everything just all fell into place that day. Make them aware. Help them be aware. If they had a loss, let's go through all the points. This is what's what's going on. Why were you feeling this way? Help them. Help them. So show your son or your daughter the respect for the courage because they're stepping into the arena, they're stepping out there and they're performing. They're, 
They're giving everything. Be proud of their efforts regardless of the score because you, you know yourself when you step into the arena and you put yourself out there, it's going to show up your vulnerabilities and that's okay. That's great. But show the respect for the courage that they, they possess. Number seven, show respect for the coach and for the team. So remember, your, your daughter or your son, they learn by the example you set, just like what that happens with the coach. They learn by the example that has been set before them by the leader. Number eight, show respect for the sport. It's a great sport, whatever sport your son or daughter is, is playing. Show the respect. And number nine, provide a safe, nurturing environment so that your daughter or your son can come to you, speak openly about what's going on for them. Do not judge them. Just be there and listen listen to them. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm going to leave you with all those points to go through today if you're a sporting parent or you'd like to share that with your um, your parents. And I hope you, like I said, I hope you enjoyed it. I'd love it if you could leave a uh, five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. I'd also appreciate if you would share with me what you like best about what you heard. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd really appreciate if you could share with your friends these episodes also. And I want you to dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah.